0: It's the Baking It Down podcast with your twins, Heather, Heather and Corey. Corey. <laughs> Creepy. Okay, Corey, give us a quick rundown of what people can expect from the podcast, and then we're going to jump into our topic, which would be marketing life cycles. Marketing. No, it's good because it's all about back to school. I like it. So I like it. So... Welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. This is a podcast from the Facebook group called Sugar Cookie Marketing Group. That is where people are growing their businesses online using tried and true marketing methods when it comes to online marketing. The reason why we have the podcast is because you're probably baking and it's fun to listen to things while you're baking. Why not grow your business while you grow that dough Mm. and then make that dough? Mm. You get that? Mm. Inception right there. Mm. So that's why we have the podcast, so you can listen and you can have a tip or trick to implement this week um, that hopefully will result in more money in your pocket. Great to give you a little pre-tip to our tips. I spilt Olive uh, Garden dressing on my brand new shirt. Of There's course, nothing <laughs> better than Olive Garden dressing. Nothing is better. You can actually buy I it. You could bathe it now <gasps> and try it. Delicious. Just drink it at that point. I did. Anyways, it was all over my shirt. My shirt was drinking it, and I found a little tip on the did internet. This be your twin it's not that interesting. You're acting like it is. Well, I want to give them some. They're going to check out. Just take this <laughs> okay. one little tidbit with you. Sure. Take the shirt, hot water, Don dish soap, and a toothbrush. So take the shirt, get a little hot water, but don't press into the stain. We don't want to put it deep we don't into want the it fibers. It's going to be ground in there. Right. Then take your toothbrush and put a dollop of Don dish soap on it and scrub it gently into the stain itself, thus incorporating the Don dish soap into the stain to leach onto the. Giant oil Cause, molecules because dawn goes against oil mm-hmm. and, and it like like will it yeah and then take this so make the toothbrush and then I and then take hot water so put the toothbrush toothbrush in. To, you know toothbrush yeah. and style back in the hot water scrub it in there let it set for an hour and they say throw it in the wash question question did you use your actual toothbrush no I had the dentist free one I Every use time a I go sonic there, hair. I'm like you know what, I don't want to waste. You keep that extra toothbrush. There's always something you will spill on. That that <laughs> toothbrush will come in handy. Well, for. you were eating dinner with me on Sunday when I spilled you bathed that in French onion soup. To myself. Okay, jumping into our topic, I want to talk about something that we've actually talked about in the podcast in a cursory fashion that people always say what does that mean true and this is something that's so prevalent in me and heather's marketing business that we forget not everyone knows what we're talking about buzzwords man just wow with buzzwords yeah. and just leave abruptly yeah uh, but it's when we say runtime. so i always say like Corey and i like a six week runtime," which is a little bit confusing if you what have does no that mean. why are you running for six weeks do you have a marathon if you see me run weeks? you know i wasn't running for six weeks Uh, But what it is, and you'll find this different for each industry, for each person, for each business, for for each thing you're selling. Yeah. But it is a marketing life cycle, essentially the start to finish of a marketing campaign. Mm -hmm. We're speaking in marketing. There's product life cycles. There's definitely a certain amount of life cycles, depending on what you're looking at. But we're talking about marketing. It's a marketing podcast, right? So what I want to talk about is the marketing life cycle of back-to-school cookies. Now, what we say isn't biblical in the least bit. It is just what we have found that works for us. Now, caveat, you're going to see things different for your different business. If you're in a different area, if your school starts later or earlier, some people are going uh, to around the calendar school. I guess there's no back-to-school days. I think every day is back to school. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> Crying a little bit. Then you have, uh, Corey and I are a two-person team. If you're a single-person team, you might be looking at a little bit different. If you have a lot of product offerings or if you're sitting out of back-to-school cookies altogether, which brings me to a poll I ran yesterday out of 272 votes. So take mm-hmm. that for what it's worth. On the question, I start posting or selling my back-to-school options. The options are six weeks, five weeks, four weeks, three weeks, two weeks, and one week because you're just a crazy person. Or the final option, you're not, I'm not doing, doing back to school at all. Yeah. It is neck and neck between starting to sell at three weeks out and not selling at all, in case you guys are wondering. No way. Mm-hmm. So we have 31%. I'm not selling back to school sets this year. We have 30%, which is right there at three weeks out. 12% is at one month out. 1% is at five weeks out. And then 18% is at two weeks out and out 3% of crazy people doing it one week out how about the six weeks I think I voted mm. six weeks it shows zero, it reflects zero votes oh, for six weeks <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is the six weeks out six weeks from the day my fi- the day of execution so mm-hmm. we're looking at Christmas now with Uh, back to school it's a little bit more subjective we have so many different back to school dates but facebook has oddly chosen in facebook planner that august 29th is back to school but some people are going back august 4th it's crazy and arch doesn't go back till the september it's just wild so your runtime is going to be dependent on what that day is in your locality Um, and then many localities will actually have different days depending on which school system so tell us break down the word runtime like, break it down for in layman's terms. Runtime me. is going to be a duration of time whether okay. a month, two months, week, five days.
1: After, run runtime.
0: Yes. After school starts, back to school cookies are no longer running. No one's going to buy them halfway through the school year. Right. So the runtime would end on your back to school day. Yes. Then we'd probably focus on a different runtime towards if you're doing fall offerings or then Halloween. Mm-hmm. So when Corey and I say a six-week runtime, we're saying a six-week marketing campaign life cycle. From start to finish, that means from the beginning of the concept of farming this out, you know, showing this to our clients, to the final day that we ever mention it ever again for the rest of the calendar year. True. What I think some people don't realize is the runtime includes creating the marketing materials. So that is baking, decorating, decorating taking photos of your samples that that is involved in the runtime so a lot of folks will order their cookie cutters at the beginning of their runtime but now that's when you're supposed to be like marketing it right so runtime you prep for the runtime you prep for the runtime so that's thinking in your mind that people start ordering christmas cookies december 1st that means two weeks prior to the end of november i need to be searching for the cutters i think i will be using that would give you a three week runtime really From December 1st to the... If you were... 24th. Yeah, but I'm just thinking if if go time is December 1st, like that's when you want your products up because that's when people are ordering and that's when people have it on their minds, you're going to be shopping for those cookie cutters, those boxes, whatever colors you're using prior to that. Right. So I actually really like, if you guys have ever read any marketing articles at all, you've probably ended up on HubSpot. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got a lot of dangerously free products, which... Ends up, you pay a lot for it down the road, so be careful. They get you hooked. (laughs) They get you hooked. But they have a really nice marketing life cycle in six stages, so I'd love to bring that up. We're going to start with one awareness. This is when the potential customer first learns about your product offering. It is at the top of your conversion funnel. It's your chance to capture people's attention and reel them in further down the funnel. So for back to school, what we were talking about in the cookie college was that first mention of back to school one, we want people to start thinking about it. About it. You know, it's, it's coming up. We're at the end of July now. So I said make a post and include the start times of the local schools in your community. One genius on multiple levels. She has raised awareness. She, Corey's raised awareness that back to school is coming. A lot of it, a lot of that seems to creep up on people. Me, I, um, I, sometimes it, you know, it slaps me in the face before I know. Wow, I only I know it's back to it. school because traffic's suddenly heavy. <laughs> 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 There's yellow school buses everywhere. <laughs> uh, but, so you're raising awareness there. Now, what Corey's done is in a value-added way, she started to raise awareness in a post that is shareable. A lot of people will be like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that's when the school st- system starts returning. We have... We're very close to a lot of different counties, so those days vary. Uh, now, Corey said, "Hey, listen, without selling, I'm I'm raising awareness, but she's also not expecting to make any sales." Now, this is the dangerous part. In step one, awareness, you make that first post, and you expect a a a, a like an <laughs> of leads. That's not what the awareness stage is about. The awareness stage is just merely it's it's, in it's your priming audience. your audience, it's getting awareness. them in. The mindset of what is to come. Sometimes if if you've ever, like, seen, like, a random – you walk by a store and it has a random, like, 50% off today only. Well, I wasn't prepared to spend money. Like, they didn't prime you for it. You weren't right. ready. You didn't have the, the cash sheets mm-hmm. in your wallet and your game plan to hide all the boxes from your husband. Mm-hmm. So we like to prep and prime our audience, like a choo-choo train. The same way, kind of uh, put yourself in the Target apple craze shoes. A lot of people saw the first post about Target apples and didn't take an action, but awareness was raised. They knew that Target apples were on the radar. Let me tell you, you sleep on that dollar spot, and that dollar spot will sleep on you. We all learned the hard and cruel lesson of the dollar spot at Target (laughs) a la crates 2021. (laughs) What's crazy? Random. Because when I was looking for a place to live. I was seeing how many Targets I was close to. So I am central to three different. How many crochets. apples have you acquired? I know you've been sending them to cookie. That's college what members. I've been saying. I actually have to leave here and go send them out. We have one lady in the cookie college who how doesn't many even live total by apples? apples.
1: No, not acquired? even. It's not
0: even that many. The first, when I first saw them and I first created the post, not the mayhem, there was so many and I only grabbed five. So total, I, how many have bequeathed your card at a Target? In total, probably 20. Oh my goodness. That someone else got like 65. Uh, someone bought 50 and already sold half. Yeah, before anyone thinks that I am hoarding these apples, I am sending to people are. who are less fortunate and don't live by targets. <laughs> Bless their wallets. <laughs> okay, so we go to the engagement part of this marketing I cycle. enjoy the, the engagement part. I think it's fun. I think it creates this hype train. Now, you can do engagement in a bunch of ways, but the key is that it ends in engagement. This Mm -hmm. is where you you, people know what you're offering, and now you're it in the second part of our funnel, which is the second part of our marketing lifecycle. And this is when you can kind of start pulling your audience. If you want to have a giveaway, if you want to ask, you know, gauge interest, let them help you choose the next thing you're giving away. You're doing something that creates engagement with your audience. Again, we haven't sold any. It's not the part of the life cycle that we are. So it's easy to get, well, I posted this and so many people engaged. Awesome. You're still warming them up. Mm -hmm. It's not time to go for the the sale yet. But we've really started Can i give a a tip as I I gave a tip for the last little portion. Mm -hmm. A tip for engagement if you're thinking, what can I do to engage? Ask them to post in the comments their last year's first day of school pictures. Every parent has a photo of their kid on the first day of school. So ask them to share it in the comment section so you can come and be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe Sherry's already in the fourth grade. If you say, well, I don't, you know, I'm not the photo of kids type person. I don't like that. Then you can say a kid's first drawing from the last year of school. Something like that, something that gets a macaroni ship on your <laughs> page. What we really just want to do is encourage people to engage with your page. Again, we're not asking for that sale yet. We've gone through the awareness. Now we're we've gone through the engagement. So Corey and I are talking about a six-week runtime, and we have six steps. Thanks to HubSpot, we would be in week two. Week two, we're already cruising for Let's a long. Evaluation is a step three. Evaluation: the evaluation stage is all about decisions. This is a time to make it easy for people to choose your brand by providing with the right information to compare features, pricing, and value. This is where I'm telling everyone to narrow down your offerings. We do not want to create analysis paralysis in the folks that are going to buy from us by giving them 20 different options. That is not very cost-effective for you guys. Uh, It's a tricky time time to order. Cookie cutter, making the samples, taking photos of each single sample. And then having to just order management, a vast array of incoming orders. If you limited... Let's pretend you just did the Target Apples. If you don't know what we're talking about, feel free to jump in the group. You can't miss them. Uh, but they are these little apple containers that you can fill with cute cookies and a, a cookie tag about. What is the one that you got, say? Mine says, kind of picked a better teacher. Adorable, adorable. So let's say you did the, you know, pencils from last year. Those long, skinny pencils. Yeah, people hate those. People hate making those. Right, I think everyone loves them. I They're my favorite. How many did you sell last year? One hundred. 100 of these, like 12 inch, they're eight inch, just like an orange. Eight inch, pencil. super skinny pencils. Like you, they break when you look at them. But you got these cute <laughs> cute cases, right? Came with the cases, yeah. Yeah, the little packaging. So let's say you did the pencils and the apples. Those are two offerings. To me, I think two offerings is prime real estate. Now I know what a lot of people say, but there I could offer so much more and cool. then I could get more sales. Cool. What you don't realize is you're actually losing some sales that way because there's too many options you create. What Corey said is analysis paralysis. Uh, choice paralysis is another version of it, and I was listening to a psychology podcast, and the guy said it's so unfortunate for business owners because while they see that customer comes in and said, "Well, I'd buy this if you offered this one thing," mm-hmm. what they don't see is the customer who decided not to buy because you offered too many things. You just never hear from that person. You don't, and then you put that one thing they wanted on the menu, and they still never order. <laughs> yeah, well, we had one client. He said, "If I made what everyone promised me, they'd buy." I have a million things and have sold none. <laughs> yeah. So back to that. We're in the evaluation stage. This is a time to really publish publish your pricing, to publish the total, um, how many you're planning on selling, to get people a little bit of that FOMO starting to go. Mm-hmm. Let people be able to start budgeting for it. Now you're mentioning the dates uh, for last call to place an order. And this is where your audience will start to decide whether they're going to order from yeah, this you. This is your hardcore sales. You have warmed these people up. Now it's their time to decide. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is a point at which if you get no sales, you can be sad. Because you've done awareness. You've done engagement. Now evaluation is where they're starting to really decide. The next step is purchase. Yes. This is it. Congratulations. Anyone who has made it through these all these four stages, they are now your customer. Your job isn't to promote your brand, but to make your brand as seamless as possible, the, the buying process. So what we don't want to do is we don't want to get anyone confused. This is because you've already have have your website set up correctly for this yeah. stage. We got our we got our forms ready to roll, ready to take names and yeah. numbers. Pricing <laughs> and is in there. Everything at this point you have made it just a one click buy. Uh, it's so simple for them to part with their money because you've done did all the hard work of sales and marketing. Purchasing is where you can be like, OK, this is where, you know, I kind of see the fruits of my labor. Yeah. This is a part where you can come to the group and say, hey, I've, I've spent at this point, we would be one, two, three. This would be the fourth week that you've essentially been promoting this. Depending on your runtime, again, we're talking about six weeks. Yes. So uh, if you've been effectively marketing for four weeks and it's still not working, then we have different questions to ask. But if you only made one post and nothing sold, like you that's, didn't do it. That's not enough. You, not you enough. didn't rip off the band aid. I, I don't know. I, you have to realize that people are on social media, they're reading and scrolling at like light years. <laughs> You're like me. My little finger could run in the office. <laughs> it's smoking. How their finger's moving so fast across the screen. <laughs> so you to post once and then feel bad that you didn't make in sales. You're not there yet. If it was that easy, everybody would be knowing. Absolutely. If it was that easy, Corinne, I wouldn't have a job marketing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to tell you. So it is a lot. Now, I know the next question is like, well, then how many times should I have posted? It's going to be between you and your audience. But I'm not going to say that less is necessarily more. I'm going to say that more across the different uh, platform objectives that we can use is more. So stories. Reels. Stories, reels, going live, showing them what it looks like with you in the camera. Facebook post, Instagram post, Instagram carousel post. Do you see why I suggest to take multiple photos of a set versus just one photo? One photo used over and over and over again creates a staleness in your audience. They become almost like they don't see that photo anymore. If we can get the little apple closed, the little apple open, a little kid holding the apple, do you see how we're creating visual interest and in never making our feed stale? Yeah, and you can, you can drip that type of content over the awareness stage, the engagement stage, the evaluation stage, and the purchase stage. Yeah. Uh, and to get us through four weeks, you're going to need a pretty good, diverse set of content options. I know it's uh, an inclination to think if I'm selling a car, I should just keep posting pictures of the car. But if you look at Mercedes, they don't just post a picture of Mercedes. They have the Mercedes in red driving behind another Mercedes in gray, and then they're all drifting and are Highlighting the interior. So you're going to really shop around the benefits of your product, but you're also going to be able to shop around the benefits of your service, which is going to differentiate you from your competitor, right? Because if you're easy to buy from, if I can go to a website, if I don't have to chase you for information about pickup, Mm -hmm. if you are a more seamless purchasing process, you can guarantee your dollar that my bottom dollar will be placing an order. Absolutely. The more difficult you make this process, you won't realize, but you are free marketing to your competitor who is easier to buy from a thousand i'm the first person to and this is another industry i've never seen you not be able to buy something champ (laughs) i really pushed through Um, but when someone falls out of your sales funnel we are constantly funneling people to the end which is to buy our products but they can fall out of the funnel whether you know they message you for an order link and it takes you maybe two hours to get back to them because you're busy in the kitchen and then two hours now they're they're picking up their kids from school they're not on their phone anymore their wallet isn't open they've justified that price of your product to something else You know, probably at the target dollar spot for sure. Um, So really streamlining and being efficient in that ordering and making the top of your funnel when people enter and like, ooh, I didn't know she was selling that, to when they purchase as short as possible, you're going to get more sales. I was making an appointment at a dermatology office. And it was like, I had to like, okay, I had to do like almost jujitsu to get through the uh, booking process. And at the end it said, hey, we sent a confirmation code to the phone number you just submitted. Please enter the code here to confirm your appointment. Release. Yeah, my appointment. So I'm like refreshing this thing over and over again. You never got the code? Never got the code. But then I'm like, am I am I an idiot? Yes, I am. But I look, it says we sent a confirmation code to either the <laughs> phone number or the email, there, which the email has so many of these codes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, wow, you guys made that. And I'm an idiot, and I should have read more clearly. But like, I was like, well, this is a pain. But um, you could have left that. Just thinking like it, they glitched, you never got the code on your phone, and yeah. you're out. They said if Amazon's page, Amazon's homepage, loaded 30 milliseconds longer, they'd stand to lose a billion dollars a year. Because that's how impatient consumers are and how accustomed we are to fast-loading websites. So, and I got I a dog on some of you, when I clicked to some of your websites... The amount of load time that it takes for me, who understands kind of the back end of websites. Think of what your busy mom who's getting her kids ready for back to school is facing when your website takes up to five to 10 seconds to load. Oh, five or 10 seconds. I, I think there's a glitch in the matrix. In the, the kids it, have gone back to school in those 10 seconds. <laughs> and I think like the higher being is telling me, do not buy. <laughs> this is your last tense to turn back <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, so really kind of consider the pain points of you know confirmation. Do you have an autoresponder when somebody clicks an order form to let them know everything that's about to happen next? Mm-hmm. Uh, set their expectations. Uh, curate it to really fit back to school. If that's what you're offering right now, have that autoresponder say, hey, back to school client, here's everything you need to know. Here's a pickup day. Here's a pickup time. Uh, If they pay before they submit, awesome. You've already gotten your money. You can start really getting to work in there. Mm -hmm. Have your policies easily linked to so that people, if they want to cancel, they can cancel. And that will be a great way to get you through. And a better experience for the purchase cycle, but we're not done yet. It, it's easy to check out at this stage and be like, got my money, buddy. I'm out. True. <laughs> right. That's what I'm doing. Counting the dollar bills. <laughs> so what we want to do is come back around to stage five of this life, life cycle, and it is marketing life cycle. It's support. It's important to make sure that you meet customers' needs post-purchase, since people tend to drop off after their first buy. Go ahead. No, go on. Yeah, I'm just disagreeing. <laughs> that's why the the support stage is about following up to make sure people are satisfied and maximize the value of their purchase. So uh, tell, how would you suggest following up? The beautiful part about cookies is typically at the final two weeks, you're no longer taking um, orders. You are. These are cut week off week dates. Out, Yeah, two weeks. Out. And I know it's easy to be like, well, I'm out in the kitchen baking. I They're, they're fine. But you could a lot, kind of one hour. I use a mail merge platform called Mailshake where you can create a customized, uh, email to go out to people and it's I can insert mail tag first name mm-hmm. hey Corey thank you so much for your order again just following up to let you know what to expect this week where you know one week out from your pickup day you can blah 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 this way also if you'd like to add in I have an upsell what's an please, please don't order <laughs> it's just something that maybe you already have made you already have the cookies cut they're in the freezer you just gotta add a little icing and you can add it onto to their order you know what would be a great upsell what um something for the kid that's going back to school for Absolutely. their first a little lunch. pyo yeah a little something P-Y-O. that i like i love you from your mom cookie yeah. or something that'd be a really cute a little notepad upsell with a, with a pen and a marker so you can write could a cute you make those now time. Could you if, pretending we're in the middle of the slice? Thousand percent. Like, so you can make the circle cookie now. White icing, white icing. You do the little. I mean, if you have an eddy, even better. But you can airbrush. You can eddy, or you can just use icing. Put those in the freezer. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest. I like when cookies enter the freezer one time. I feel like it makes them softer. Just me. But you can put them in the freezer. Then they can be ready to go added on. Do you know what I did last night? Made those crown cookies. hey uh, heat sealed them. Freezer, right roll. <laughs> There you go. So you guys could almost be in the second stage and third stage, the engagement evaluation stage, before we ask for that sale, be working on your upsells, which are these like, hey, do you want me to add an extra cookie? If So click here, here's my PayPal, X amount, the price, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then you can add that support, you know, definitely how to store these if your kid goes back to school later because we do have different dates for different uh, localities. Yeah, I will say from my... My history with custom orders customers do like to be pinged the week of they don't want to just be pinged the night before when someone gives you their money they do get a little anxious like i haven't heard from this person in two weeks (laughs) everyone loves to know that you reached out to them before they felt the need Mm -hmm. to reach out to you so always like the they uh, order from me i say hey thank you so much your order is due for another two weeks what's going to happen is i'm going to go silent but i'm going to ping you the week of and then the night before and we can just finalize everything i love it that is a communications and they do appreciate that and then i'm not over I'm not getting emails like, "Hey, just checking in." Checking in emails means I'm not doing my part on the communication front. Um, it's the old uh, "roger dodge." My uh, <laughs> attorney for the <laughs> ticket—he's there, but he ain't there. Um, I gotta see him in a week. But that's a great. So, Corey, it's a communications plan, communication schedule. Essentially, you're setting their expectation of when they can expect to hear from you, and as long as you. Do it. You Heather, can expect Heather, them. when she takes the reins over the communication, especially when we do like uh, Christmas DIY kits because it's just mayhem, she always puts everyone in this funnel. She writes the email the days of, and then it goes out in one mass send. Um, so we're not even thinking about it. we're We're busy baking, but they're already getting their communication. I even do it for every cookie class we teach. They'll receive two pre-communications from me outside of Eventbrite's automated mm-hmm. communications. But it's like, hey – We're the twins. Here's everything to expect. You know, be at ease. I even have like a screenshot of the parking lot because I know people are a bit anxious about that. But, again, we're in the support stage of it. I've already got their money at this stage. Um, I'm just making sure that they're really comfortable with it. And what you're going to see, anxious people like to cancel last minute. They get like severe anxiety. And this would allow them to rest easy. Again, we're talking to this is the support. We're, you know, cultivating these people, making sure that they're confident that they made the best decision with their hard-earned dollars. Yeah. Are we done yet now? We're not done. We're what? in the final stage. Final we're stage. a week out. If you're following our six-week run time and you're following the HubSpot kind of life cycle plan, we're in the final week before the day of going back to school. And now we're at the loyalty stage of the life cycle. Customers reach a stage when they're so happy they have let everybody else know about your brand. Yeah. Uh, you want to nurture the advocacy to retain their business and bring in new buyers. Nothing is stronger than a lead that's created through word of mouth. It's there is nothing. There I is nothing. I that's my favorite way to buy. It's also the, the cheapest lead because you did nothing you other than do cultivate. what you're supposed yeah. to do really well. You did nothing to get that actually. And those people will be so more apt. I know you're hiring or you're hiring two different service providers that you found strictly through word of mouth. Oh, it's almost like I want, I don't want to go to your website because I know people can put anything on the website. You know, they can type up, my mom said I'm awesome. You know, that's just not- to show you how crazy I can. I have a website plugin uh, that pulls in reviews uh, from Google and Facebook, right? I can't manufacture those reviews; as organic. But I can have the plugin hide anything below four stars. Yeah, not no, ma'am. Which, so, as much as I'd like to trust people, it that word of mouth is pretty organic. It's unbiased. Absolutely. I feel like give me give me the good, bad, and the, the ugly about it, and then I'll make a decision based off you who spent your money already. Right. So imagine that somebody went through this. And now again, we're applying into six weeks. You could do this in three weeks. and That's in a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. We are working. <laughs> right. That's why you'll see Corey and I always opt for kind of that six weeks because it gives us a little time to get mentally there and it gives our audience a little time to catch up. Because if we or were only working in three weeks, which you absolutely can, we'd spend two, uh, the first week and a half doing this pre purchase stuff. Um, but then that's when I see makes me a some sweaty. businesses like their final week before they close sales, like they're posting. Oh, stop! <laughs> like right. they have run out of content, <laughs> right? And is that bad or good? It's up to your own business and your own schedule. There's nothing I, I can just say. feel like it can yeah. exhaust an audience. You can lower your page reach because you're posting so much from a page. Someone can only see five posts a day. I mean, if you're posting five times a day, that is a lot. Hello. Anyways, <laughs> you could do it. I would say that on like a story real live event yes. absolutely. <laughs> but uh yeah so you i prefer that six weeks because it gives us a little breathing room i'm not so frantic at the third week because that's when my i go to make that sale uh-huh. versus in the third week you're like i'm a i'm at the end of my cycle yeah so that's what you can kind of expect with the cycle so to run back through it again we have awareness that's where you're just like hey guys this is coming <laughs> that's that first introduction to what you're going to be yeah. offering don't expect sales at that point if you do awesome but that was just icing yeah or i wouldn't kick. go in for for the kill there i would just i would not be depressed if you don't make a sale with that first post that is just putting the idea into your customer it would be fine to attach your order form to those but i just don't I wouldn't say, and we're open. (laughs) Yeah, I would say like, hey guys, I'm thinking about offering these. Have your order form ready if someone says, hey, I'm actually interested in placing an order. Now there's a few of us out there who like to pre-plan and walk away from issues. Uh, And the second stage, you're looking at engagement. This is where your creativity, that marketing prowess. Ask them to narrow down your options for you if that's what you want to do. Let me see the macaroni boat photos. Yeah. And then we can go to evaluation, which is that part of the stage where they're about to make a decision and we need to prove to them that they're about to make the best one with us. Then we go to stage four, the moneymaker purchase. Following up with that, we have everyone's money. We've absolutely slayed. It's been an amazing sales cycle. Number five, you can't forget them, support. Uh, this is where you make sure that you ensure that every doubt they had is taken care of. Don't worry, baby boo, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm not going to run with your money and you won't have a cookie for the teach. Yeah, and if you, you know, play your time right you have a couple days left of breathing room, now you can really cultivate that loyalty. Um, make sure that they want to shout your name for the mountaintops however that way um, and along the purchase and support stage you could do the upsell yes if you wanted to if you don't want to upsell don't don't worry about it Mm -mm. but that is the marketing life cycle and when we refer to runtimes that is what that is Mm -hmm. so did you do the final stage yeah loyalty oh loyalty we have one customer that will always ask for a review and he gets so many loyalty He does a great job. He must just have amazing support. Yeah. And then when he asks him for the review at the end, I'm not sure if there's a bribe there, but whatever it is. We think there has to be a little bit of incentive just from the the sheer amount of reviews he gets. For all the service providers we work with, which his average uh, quote has got to be in the couple of thousands to 10,000, to get that many reviews, you have something dialed in. Dialed. I still am curious what it dialed. is. Dialed. But I do think if you would like to follow up and ask for a review, do it really, really close to that delivery time where you're still top of mind, where the teacher's still profusely thanking that person for thinking of them for the first day of school. Say, hey, if it meant anything to you, it would mean a lot to me. If you could leave me a review at here's the link to my Facebook page. Here's Hyperlink it, because if you don't hyperlink it, you're asking people to take an additional step to find you. Yeah. And they ain't got that kind of time. I mean, my, heart, heart, goes back to school. <laughs> my heart goes with you, but I got to go. Uh, to put it in kind of outside of that one client that gets great reviews, to, what we look at is for every 10 people you ask, you may get one review. Mm. So, and that could be upwards of 20, depending on how many sales you make and how much follow up you have. It's kind of hard to get reviews though. People are pretty busy. But I hope that provides a little bit more information on kind of what to expect and how you should most likely approach your marketing in a way that is very effective. Using this type of approach, you can create an entire marketing campaign calendar to take you from January 1st all the way to December 31st without having to always feel like you're playing catch up. Mm hmm. And I think a lot of people do feel like they're playing catch up they're, They want to order all the cutters. They want to do all the samples. They want to offer all the products. And that is overwhelming on your end. It pushes back your go live date for your sale. And then your competitors are around you scoring those sales while you're still being like, should I offer the worm on the book? Amen, amen. Okay, that takes us to the Cookie College. Is the Cookie College. What is the Cookie College in one sentence or less? The Cookie College is a monthly membership designed to rocket ship your bakery business straight into orbit. That <laughs> should come with the sound effect. <laughs> The Cookie College is a course, membership course, of over 70 classes that Corey and I have worked at this point almost for an entire year on. That's why there's so many classes. Um, like it's our first child together. Weird. It is not going to be well adjusted. Come on, <laughs> Uh, The Cookie College comes with its own private group, which is a fan favorite, where Corey actually provides for users the very Apple... Target Apple Photos for which you can shop around without having to lift a finger. So if you truly want to get ahead of the marketing cycle, add the Cookie College into that mix. If it sells you one extra dozen, we've done paid for ourselves. If it sells you two, uh, we've made you money. Yeah. And some people have been like, well, you know, I actually wasn't going to offer anything for back to school, so those photos don't really pertain to me. No, guys. Say, hey, already sold out before we even started. Just want to show you what we're offering. You're staying top of mind. People are like, wow, that's FOMO. I next time she sells something at the next holiday, I'm going to jump on that. You just use it to post on the day of back to school and say, Absolutely. you guys pick the best baker. <laughs> Uh, You can use those freebie photos with no accreditation. Just feel free to use them. However, if you are a member of the cookie college, you also get, I might be biased, a lot of classes on time management and business organization, which time is money. And saving more time means saving more money. Always tell people there's two ways to make money. Money, right? Yeah. Uh, make more or spend less <laughs> and if you can spend less time and money on staying organized you will make more sales that kind of comes into the support and loyalty side of the entire marketing cycle as long as and as well as purchasing and we even cover copy so oh you yeah you get the whole thing and then photography as well there's something for everyone in the cookie college you can learn more and get a preview of the classes at the Um, feel free to jump on in there if you'd like. I'd be happy to have you. And each every other Monday, I do a Facebook Live in the Cookie College group telling you everything about your membership, what you get, where to find it, Mm -hmm. and how to squeeze the most apple juice out Out of that. I do want to say, just putting it out there, because I don't want to jump on anybody with this information. Yeah, when the Cookie College started, we had... What, 20 classes? 25. 25? Uh, We've been working on this for a year. That means a year of freebie photos, a year of digital downloads, a year of classes and guest speakers and Facebook lives. It's a lot. But all that to say is right now, the Cookie College is $68 a month. You can get two months free if you sign up for the year. We'll be raising the price at the end of the year, just to account for the amount of time and resources. But we'll let you know well in advance before that happens. If you're on the fence, I think now is the time to jump in. We can't raise the price on grandfathered people, so <laughs> we cannot. We have tried. <laughs> and restriction it of work. the platform, not us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to. I have some text messages. If you don't mind, if I read them. All right, uh, Selena, bless her. She, uh, you remember, she called in last week, but it was so. Um, like service was cutting yes, in and out yes. so she said i'm so sorry i'll text in goodness i gotta sign back in can you keep talking all right i will go to what do we have some group stuff that we want to talk about we have a collab coming up the collab is let me just check my i did calendar. Fa- it's on july 29th which is a friday at 11 a.m eastern standard time if you do not know what a collab is i did a facebook live on it Last this past Thursday, this past Thursday, Heather goes into detail what the collab's about, what we are showcasing in this collab. Um, but it's basically, if we just broke it up in a nutshell. Take an offering that you want to offer in December, make it now. We're gonna post it for a Christmas in July, but our minds are really looking forward to like December, and we will be first to market with these. Are you saying we're getting ahead of a marketing? We are. It's not only a six-week life cycle, this is a six-month life cycle. (laughs) Talk about working ahead, guys. Okay, back into the phone number to text or call into the podcast is 571-556-5644. Again, if you have any dying, burning questions, it would be 571-556-5644, and you can call or text. But here's Selena. Hi, twins. It's Selena from Cookie Dork. Dork. Oh, yeah. I've seen her. uh, She said, sorry for the bad connection on my last voicemail. This will work better. My question is about Reels versus Lives. Facebook Reels and Facebook uh lives there's also instagram reels and instagram lives Mm -hmm. kind of confusing i have an idea to do some informational get to know you videos and i want to get the most bang for my buck the videos will pretty much be just me talking about me and my business i would prefer to pre-record and post as reels but is doing a set of live videos better thanks so much for all you guys do you guys are my second favorite twins the ones that came out of my belly are my first (laughs) i'll let that one that's a great question here's the thing Reels are what's hot on Instagram right now. And Reels right now can only be three minutes, I think, at the most. A live can be up to four hours, I think, on Something crazy. Yeah, something crazy. Uh, Granted, we don't suggest talking for four hours. But it depends what is your audience most apt to. Are they most apt to short-form video content? Um, Then maybe that Reel is the way to go. Reels on your Instagram can be pinned. To the top, which is awesome. I don't think reels can be pinned on a Facebook page. Am I correct? I don't even know how to get them on a Facebook page. Yeah, it's complicated because they're all rolling over. I'm still an old page experience, so it's almost like the button's never there for me. But I know on the news page experience it is. I'm going to counter with lives because of one specific reason. Your face isn't there. There is an entire uh, notification panel set up for Instagram lives. When you go live, it pushes a notification to all your subscribers. How about on Facebook? Mm, Not a Wizard. I know, you know, it depends on how they are related to your page. Okay, here, I'm going to raise you this. Okay. I went live on instagram you your lives last so little that i can't get to them in time free stop them yeah so when you end a live it says do you want to keep this or you want to trash it you only have that now you trash it absolutely i was talking about my favorite cookie dough to buy from the freezer section of target maybe we all wanted to know what that that flavor was Hey, if you tune into if you are stalking my page next time maybe you can tune in (laughs) but when you when you finish going live, you can choose if you want it to live on, on your Instagram as a video. Can't choose it as a reel. Or you can totally trash it. But if you let it live as a video, I tested it, all the reactions and comments are gone. And then it's almost like it has a new life just as a video by itself. Very interesting. Corey, would you mind pulling up the Facebook events? Did we already cover that? Facebook events? I have no idea. Okay, guys. I got a little bit of a confession. My computer and Adobe Edition are arch nemesis. Nemesis? Nemesis. Yeah. Still trying to. Get Anyways, over I'm not the sure if we just... actually covered the events. If not, we're gonna do it now. If we did, pretend like this is the first time. <laughs> but while Corey is looking those up, I'm gonna answer the final question. I'm not gonna pull up Chrome because it just sucks up so much memory on my poor little computer, who's fighting a losing battle today. Yeah. I Still... couldn't. I couldn't have had a more high process. Processing computer than this one. Yeah, man. Nobody can take on Adobe. We sat through trying to make this podcast for two hours. And it just keeps getting better and better. So you guys are welcome. I'm going to sit in so much traffic. (laughs) So the second question was from Hillary. She said that she's going to start selling digital downloads. Where she, she post them on her cookie page. And we had the amazing insight about an hour ago, which we are re-recording now. Question for you. Are you just jumping around right now? Because you just told me to pull up the events. Yeah, I just want you to pull that up while I talk. <laughs> yeah, I was going to give you some time. Um, but what we want to say is if your target audience is very different, you're not going to want to pollute or dilute your current page with a diverse audience. Now let's say you said, well, I sell baked goods in a local area and now I want to teach cookie classes in a local area. The target audience is pretty much the same people. They might vary just slightly enough that I'd say, hey, yeah, use the same page. But when you're saying, hey, I sell baked goods to a local area, but I want to sell digital downloads to a global market, which you can typically do with cookie supplies like Macs and uh, digital downloads. That is too far removed from your current audience that you're going to introduce a lot of confusion into your page for them. Think of it the same way. If we had a sugar cookie marketing Facebook page and from there we try to sell local cookie class tickets, it's going to be pretty confusing for our audience. You guys are going to be sprinkling in jokes about beads and Phoebe Weeby lemon squeezy at the same time we're trying to tell people hey meet us in McLean on Saturday for a cookie class Mm -hmm. it just it's muddying that water there and you kind of want to keep those two audience separated just for the fact that you'll have more power and more buying power and selling power when they are not diluted together does this mean you're going to have a little bit more footwork running two pages you are but I promise you the long-term Um, benefits from keeping those audiences separate is going to produce less customer confusion. And like we talked about in marketing cycles, if people are confused, they tend to buy from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Okay, Corey, if you take us through the upcoming events, that would be wonderful. All righty. For the third time today, tomorrow at 2 p.m. is Stencils 101, Airbrushing with Stencils with Jessica Wolf. Um, She's an influencer because Heather went out and bought a what? Cricket? Call me influenced for I have bought a cricket. It happened to arrive in the largest box I've ever seen. I have yet to unbox it. Cannot wait to see you do something with cookies, even though you don't even know how to bake them. The next is this Thursday at 6 30 PM, how to set up and market a cookie camper. Um, this was rescheduled to this Thursday. She has the cutest little cookie camper, little cookie cart. Um, if you were thinking about that, that is definitely something you might want to roll into nah, didn't she? Thursday at 630. And that would be great for if you were doing a pop-up at a wedding, if you're doing a pop-up at your house, if you're going to a vendor event, farmer's market. One of those cookie campers is just the cutest. I think she uh, rents them out to weddings. Genius, and you can find out more about that on Thursday. Then we have Monday, July 5th, Christmas in July, Gingerbread Houses with Heather Brookshire. Not to be confused with Heather Miracle, who does not bake. (laughs) Um, But this will be great. If I could suggest offering gingerbread house decorating classes... during the December month, you, you, as Heather says, "license to print money." So learn how to make them. Heather miracle, can... not to be confused with Heather. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our cookie collab, which is a Christmas in July cookie collab with Sugar Cookie Marketing. This will be July 29th at 11 a.m. If Heather actually did a fantastic live breaking down what collabs are and specifically. Miracle not to be confused with the other others (laughs) specifically what this collab is about and how it can really you know heather's talking about a marketing life cycle of six weeks so this is going to put you out six months you're going to have a christmas option that you're going to make for christmas done at the end of july and we're just going to mask it and call it christmas in july post it up get some engagement but you're going to use that post again come december to help sell your stuff and be first to market So that is what we're going over today. That will cover us through July. What is our next thing? Heather, I think it is going to be our sponsors. Great. Sponsor numero uno. Is a meringue powder that you need in your life. Not because I'm an influencer, but because I use it, swear by it myself. It is a meringue powder called Royal Batch, and it's made by a company called Bakety Bake. If you want to check it out, it's baketybakeidaho.com. But guys, let me tell you, it already comes with three ingredients already in it, so you got to save money already. You don't have to go buy corn syrup, it's in there. You don't have to buy white food coloring, it's in there. You don't have to go and buy vanilla extract. Well, you might need to buy that for your cookies, but it's already in there. So you can have bright white, amazing royal icing to work with by just going with bacity bake. You got say, it, man. You stuck the landing on those words. Sh- they weren't touch and go for a bit. we will say this is my third time rehearsing this. You can save ten percent off using the code TWINS, that is twins, at checkout at bakeetybakehoe.com castiron.me it's not a com it's a .me. if you want to check them out they're great for that part of the marketing life cycle where you don't have a website and purchasing is not easy for people cast iron is here to make it easy in fact they'll even build your website for you they just introduced a new feature on sending invoices before payment is collected that way you and your customer can really nail down the scope before you start Collecting that moolah. Yeah, we boy. Can check them out at Cast Iron again. That is a .me address, and uh, Mark and his gang of internet super nerds can help you set up that website. Last but not least is the man, the myth, the legend, Eddie. Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. Print on royal icing. Print on cheese. We came up with the donut. Extension A donut extension. Imagine showing up to the first day of school with, with donuts, donuts that say, give my, give kid, my kid an A." Kid. <laughs> so Eddie is direct to food printer. They actually have a group that you can see what people are using Eddie for. They have, you can buy cutters already in the shape of the Eddie prints. All you have to do is flood it, send it to print, you're ready to roll. But you can find that in, I think it's Eddie, the edible printer users group. Mm-hmm, Go mm-hmm. get in there. Be in there, learn in there, grow in there. I can't remember if you said this in the first edition of the podcast or the second, but we will be giving away an Eddie in tandem with a year in the Cookie College for the Sugar Cookie Marketing second year anniversary on October 21. All you got to do is be in the group, watch for the post, follow the directions. No purchase necessary. I always wanted to say that. You know how they say it so <laughs> Okay, so that takes us through that. Now Twinterest, I already wowed everybody with my toothbrush and Don Soap hack. But yeah. I do have we got I was gonna teach a cookie college course on this, but I got an Amazon Prime to talk in a record piece so this does not end again. I got my i tell you about it. <laughs> we purchased a Munbin printer, and then Trisha was like, "Hey, you bought the 150 DPI. Why did you get the 300 DPI?" So I figure what I'll do is just knock them up against each other and see if the the 150 DPI increase is really worth the hundred dollar increase in price tag. How much were they? They were at prime deal. Doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> my interest is what is the website called? Um, uh 99 designs you're close okay 99 <laughs> designs is a place where freelance graphic designers can come together and buy for your business so if you have an idea of a logo but you don't necessarily know where you want to go with it you can give them your colors your Less ideas you think it is cheap it is not the cheapest thing i think they have packages of 200 300 and 600 um, but the way it works is pretty cool it is you kind of say hey here here's my idea And all these designers will start pitching uh, previews of their design. Mm -hmm. And as you start narrow, well, I like what this person did. Everyone goes back and quickly change their design. And then you get a shop around designers. And you get to choose a winning designer. Then you work with them to tweak anything. But if you have an idea of what you want with a logo, but you don't necessarily know it till you see it, this is the kind of thing for you. Um, I have so much fun when we do this for clients because you can rate them as they come in. So a design comes in, you can give it a five star or a four star so you can remember it. But then other designers can see what you rated other people's designs and then they can spin off and do something on that one and it's like how battle love the designers <laughs> so Corey and i will be taking her logo through that it does help to have a kind of base idea of what you want we've only used it for, i'm very much like a 2d simple logo because i think it's easier Didn't to work with make my not simple logo with the crying cookie I didn't think you were going to actually do anything with I've the I've had it for so long um, I was watching a TikTok and she said if you can't print the logo on your I index I that finger, wasn't good I thought it was a great I idea I 100% it. agree it was also everything it was a word great like a full then word you can actually use it well help me with my <laughs> Okay, so we got Mun Bins, uh, 99 Designs, by Vistaprint, who bought it recently. And that takes us to the end of the podcast, because I can't remember if Corey confessed in the last podcast that she did not go to the mailbag, but she promised. I promise I'm going to the mailbag right now. If this podcast stopped recording because you sang into it, I'd be so upset. I'm losing again. I'm losing again. Okay, kids. We'll see you again next week. This week, though, take into your little brains, the marketing cycle into your approach to marketing. It'll make it less horrifying each mm-hmm. month that we have this new season. And as we really approach white knuckling the holidays, having that you know, runtime, whether it be four weeks, six weeks, if you crazy people doing one week and you shove all that into a week, <laughs> it'll just help you have a better, more systematic approach so that you're not feeling that whole "I'm behind, I'm tripping over myself, I've got so much to do in so little time." Okay, okay, Bye. Bye. we're not even in a harmony. Okay, try it again. Bye. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not hitting the button, and turning right there. <laughs>